Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Little cold opening before we get into it. So uh just making sure everything is working properly. Everything is going well. Uh I already see I got people uh watching now. I appreciate that. Everybody was just like, oh, we we ready. Well, not everybody, but you know that. The few patrons that that jump in and watch us live, and uh, if you look in the description, uh, when it comes around Monday, and uh, you see when the show drops and all that stuff, but we'll get into that when we do the real opening and I do my intro. But a little cold opening. Uh, got my shots prepared, and uh, what's left of my drink that I was enjoying prior to, and um, my water, which I will be consuming throughout this show. Uh, because we do a little thing uh, over here on the Patreon after we do the show. We open it up for uh, any of the patrons to want to jump in. Do a little PSE, post-show euphoria, where it's like a little post-show post behind the scenes, talk about what worked, what didn't, things like that. It's just it's just a good old, like, a little debrief time. So uh, last Friday went a little, <laughs> little too heavy on the post-show euphoria. And uh, let me just tell you guys that the uh, ability to overcome hangovers at my advanced age uh, is something that is uh, very tough to do. We got Tay in the building. We got Jen in the building. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, it seems like everything's working. The link's working. I figured out, you know, you see, now I know that my internet has to be over here for it to work or over there for it to work. Either way, I figured it out so we know what to do moving forward. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you and welcome you to episode 125 of the Smoke Pit. And uh, let's go ahead and say that we are going to start this thing right now. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit. It's time for us to show off. It's been a long week. Come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions. I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac. Welcome to the smoke pit. Yep. Y'all know what it is. Friday night mood is right. Half of the dynamic duel of Black and Mac is just me, your homie, aka Mac, aka your boy, bringing you episode 125 of the Smoke Pit live. Uh, I just want to first and foremost say thanks to the Patreons that are joining in. We got Tay, we got Jen, we got EJ in the building. Beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, I'll shout y'all out as, uh, as y'all flow in. But uh, as you notice, it's like, damn, bro. You solo again, two shows, 2024, you solo. Let me just say this. There's a good reason. There's always a good reason if the show's not on, but especially a real good reason tonight why it's a solo show. Shout out to uh, my better half over here on DFPN, Black Mac, who is doing his due diligence, his husbandly duties, and uh, ensuring that his lovely wife, Khan, is a... Uh, making the most of her birthday today so if you're in the comments if you're watching this drop in the comments hey happy birthday con uh one of the first 
ladies of DFPN, I, I would say because by marriage and all that stuff. But uh, from uh, DFPN to you guys, enjoy your night, celebrate it. Um, you know, family is 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 everything right now. So just make sure you guys are doing that. And also shout out to Khan because she is our sponsor for the month. Uh, she does have Khan's Customs Creations. Um, I will post a link to that in the description as well. I don't have it in there now. I just now thought of it. Battle me, Con. I'm sorry. Uh, I will be getting in touch with you. Uh, I have an idea for a, um, a design that I'm thinking about moving forward, smoke pit type stuff, but we'll talk offline on that. But um, tell you what, we'll just go ahead and do this. Uh, you know how we do every time on a smoke pit, and it's uh, moved over to the Queens of Nerdum as well. Uh, we do a shot over here to start the show. Uh, I got my crown apple. Um, you remember the, uh, the big boy, if you watched the previous episode, I had a, the big handle of a crown peach. Would you believe that I finished that thing, uh, the post show that I was telling you guys about? So that's why I'm just like, yeah, post show euphoria is wild out here in these streets. But, um, this is, uh, this is crown apple and, uh, we're drinking responsibly tonight. I, I was proud of myself. I did good the last show. You know what I'm saying? I did pretty good the last show. So um, dabbling in a little crown apple, uh, not only to um, everybody here at DFPN for kicking off uh, this year. Great. Queens of Nerdum had an episode. Uh, no gimmicks just popped off. Obviously, Smoke Pit popped off. So um, kicking off 2024, like we said, we were going to do. And uh, to Khan and uh, the Kately family, enjoy your night. Enjoy the day off, and uh, it's right back to the grind. All right? Salud. Mm, 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 mm. That is so smooth, man. So smooth. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce this brand new episode. Never before seen episode of The Smoke Pit, obviously, because each one is live. A new segment. Um... And when I bring it up, you'll see why. Let me just say, yesterday was not a great day for the boy. Um, now, things could have been worse, but it's just, like, certain things happen in life where you just question, like, where are we at as a species, as humanity, as, like, what are we doing out here? And uh, so, without further ado, I'll let the intro of this segment speak for itself. And um, those who know, who follow me on social media and all that good stuff, you know I kind of went on on about it last or yesterday. But um, let me just go ahead and bring this in for you guys and um, just prepare. <gasps> Hold on. Hold on. Who deleted? I, I found it. Never mind. False alarm. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and uh, we'll get into it. Ah, yes. In West Philadelphia, Borton on Plain. So, um, yesterday morning, standard stuff, right? It's Thursday. Um, actually, I got a little bit of pep in my step because, uh, you know, every now and then the military comes through for you. You get hooked up with a little four-day weekend. They call it a family day prior to, like, a three-day weekend where the uh, federal holiday is on Monday. They try to give you back your time, which I love. I appreciate they try to do that for you. However, um, normal business in the morning. I leave the house. 
uh, I stopped by Wawa to get some coffee. And as I'm walking into Wawa, um, I'm looking in my hands. I'm like, ah, I forgot my refillable travel mug, coffee mug, whatever. You know, it makes the coffee like 20 cents cheaper when you refill. But, you know, it pays for itself after a while. So I go back outside to get it out my car. And as I'm walking back to my car, um, I see a black minivan struggling to back into a parking spot. Um, so about two steps out of the door towards my car, he like guns it and backs into a backs into the little uh, cement pylon that prevent cars from like crashing into the building. Right, bumps into that. Me and the dude right behind me are just like, oh shit, you know this dude is fucked up. This person hits the thing and is just like, oh, I gotta fix how I'm parked in here, right? So he turns the wheel the opposite way and guns it. Hits my car. <laughs> my car hits one of these. And I'm just like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Here we go. Like, this is how the day is starting. I walk around, uh, look at the, the area where my car is hit. You know, it's, it's dented, paint is scraped off. Uh, some damage, you know, paint damage done to the uh, the bumper. So the rear quarter on the passenger side fucked up. I'm in full uniform. I'm looking. I immediately see the guy who's driving this minivan. And this is going to be fucked up to say, but I know this motherfucker ain't got it. Like he ain't got the insurance. He ain't got he ain't got the necessary stuff to handle this civilly. Right. So now I'm in my pocket trying to grab my phone. Right. My man sees me, I'm pointing, like, before I, before I reach for the phone, I point at my car and I point to him, like, get his attention. He rolls the window down. I'm just like, hey, man, you hit my car. He's like, oh, I hit it? Like, yeah, yeah, you hit my car. And my hand is in my pocket because I'm like, I got to get my phone, get this camera ready because I know this dude is going to fucking eject us or warp speed up out of here, right? I know he's going to do it. <laughs> he uh he he leans over in the driver's side because of course he backed in so to see out the passenger side to my car he leans over and as he does that i see ash fall off of his lap like there's a, a lot of ash falls off his lap uh there's a pack of open cigarettes in in the middle console just wide open um i'm not smelling any weed uh i don't smell any alcohol but this dude obviously is not in the right mind space to be doing whatever the fuck it is he's doing so um i'm pulling my phone out and i'm just like uh yeah you hit my car and i'm sitting there about to pull the camera up my man is like damn how much do you want <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, when an individual gets in the accident with you, hits you, and is at fault, and instead of just giving you their insurance, they ask you how much you want, they ain't got it. They ain't got it. I'm going to let you know right off the top. They ain't got it, and there is no way if you told them the exact price, like they would just have that cash. Based on what you are riding, sir, and, and what you are wearing, I know you do not have the things necessary for me to pay for repairs for my vehicle. Um. So this guy is just like, how much you need? I'm like, you know what? I'd rather go through the insurance because I don't want to tell you something, give you a price that's overcharging you. 
you know, trying to be civil about it. I'm trying to be civil about it. I don't want to overcharge you. Let's just uh, get insurance involved so nobody's overcharged for anything. Uh, he's like, all right. So, yeah, obviously, I'm going to need a police report. So I got to call law enforcement. He's like, all right, that's cool. Just guns it. Like, guns it. So as I'm pulling the phone out, bringing up the camera, I'm looking. So I wish I could show you a, 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 the, the Google overlay of this. But the only exit out of this parking spot, you either go all the way back around Wawa to a uh, stoplight that has a camera, or you uh, go out this side exit here that leads right into the busiest street there. Um, and you can only turn right. There's so much traffic in the street. I'm just like, I'll just wait till he gets to that stop sign and stops, and then I'll take his picture. Let me tell you what homeboy did. Homeboy said, I'll take this T-bone. I will risk a collision in this intersection before I stop and let this man take a picture of him. And he sure the fuck did. He just whipped it into that motherfucker. The car that was going straight as he was trying to turn right slammed on right. Skirt! Like he almost caused another fucking collision in that shit. So my man bounces and um, I'm left standing there in Wawa with a fucking damaged car, right? You know, no big deal. Call the cops, all that stuff. They take 45 minutes to get there. They're undermanned and they're handling different things and stuff. And of the priorities of things, I'm pretty sure just coming to check and give a police report for, a, you know, a, a hit and run in a parking lot where there's no injuries. It's kind of low on their priority list. I'm not tripping. I call work, let them know what's going on. They're just like, are you injured? You don't have to come in. I'm like, chill, chill, chill. It's all good. So they come in. He's like, did you get a picture? I'm like, no, my man hit the warp zone with the world eight before I can fucking take the picture. They go in and check the cameras at Wawa. And let me tell you off road. Wawa over on George Washington. I think it was like 2160 George Washington Memorial Highway. Please upgrade your cameras. Because that shit looked like, you remember the Game Boy? It had like a Game Boy printer. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> these comments are stupid, man. Oh, shit. Uh, what up, AD? Got the show on the big screen. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, everybody's streaming the shit on their, their big screen. I appreciate that. But um, uh, So I hear that gas stations have photos you can get info from. That's what we're talking about, Tay. Uh, so he looked, and it was just the quality of that, um, the quality of the camera. Because I left for work, the deputy went in. Uh, shout out to uh, Deputy Dickerson. Um, went inside, started looking. And gave me a call as I'm driving to work. He's just like, hey, Sergeant McCoy, uh, this is Deputy Dickerson. I went and saw the footage from the Wawa camera. And um, it is, I would say, are you familiar with video games? I was like, I'm very familiar. I swear to God, a cold conversation. Um, so you remember the Game Boy? I was like, I sure do. He's like, not the DS or all that. Like, I'm talking about Game Boy, like the original one. I was like, bro, I'm old like you, bro. I, I swear to God, I know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, when they had a printer and you would print something out and they had a little camera on it, the 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 fidelity of that, I was like, I do. He's like, it's better than the cameras at Wawa. I was like, oh, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> uh, that is wild, man. That is crazy. And um, so there's no, like, tag. There's nothing like that. USAA, obviously, you know, they got the report. They're like, bro, we're not charging you for this shit. Take it to the uh, take it to the shop, all that other stuff. So they're taking care of all that stuff. Everything is fine. It's just cosmetic. Everything works. 
but you know with these cars they got sensors everywhere the slightest ding the whatever uh you gotta you know recalibrate and all that other crazy stuff so that's why uh the estimate is what it is but again that's why you have insurance so i will not lie and say a part of me does not want to go vigilante and just hang out around this wawa and wait to see this minivan pull up again you know what i'm saying uh oh shit <laughs> the game day thing comes up with whole pack of cigarettes <laughs> oh man so um again it's one of those things where here here's where i'm at you want to drink you want to smoke you want to do whatever recreational you know substances to get you in the mood make you feel good i'm fine with that uh the minute you leave your a safe space and you start doing things where if you're not in your right mind you can seriously harm uh cause damage or you know worst case scenario take somebody's life how about we don't do that you know what i'm saying i don't know what he was on probably had some gummies edibles i don't know but he was obviously not in his right mind it's 7 30 in the fucking morning bro like i i would be too tired to attempt to get high at that point you know what i'm saying <laughs> but again it's my advanced age this dude was like a i would say early 20s no more than 25 he had to 25 would be the oldest the absolute oldest i would say this individual is at and um the way he booked it he knew he was on some shit or there was already a warrant for this man or whatever but um i hope wherever he went he got to where he needed to get safety safely got sobered up but a part of me wants to hawk around and wait in the morning at the wawa's now that's what i'm saying like you're just like you just woke up you're like man we need some snacks bro it's 7 30 and i'm high as fuck sure i'll give it a shot and then if you are that inebriated or or that out of your mind why would you try to hit the back back into a parking spot you know what i'm saying like why would you try to do the most advanced parking technique next to parallel parking if you know you're not all there i'm just throwing that out there like the confidence of this man the self-esteem of this man to be like let me go ahead and whip this bitch up in here and it's probably cool he did that because it, it assisted in his uh his getaway <laughs> but um that dude was probably 15 days out of jail has 13 27 to his name as a showered since hey that's crazy advanced age at 43 you're 43 43 is an advanced age i am if you're looking at the average lifespan of a human i'm on the downhill so that is that's pretty advanced you know and I and I'm, I'm I'm I say that because I take advantage of every day I have, every moment I have. I try to do what I love to do, and I try to do it to the fullest. So, advanced age is not that; it's not a bad thing. Um, I'm pretty sure that was not as many vans. You never said, did you get the coffee? Oh, I got the coffee. Yo, they got this new. <laughs> also, plug the Wawa. Um, they got this new coffee. Uh, it's uh, called caramel cream. Uh, you don't even need to add any kind of cream or nothing to it. Um. It gives you a small hint of caramel and some vanilla. It's not overpowering like a Frappuccino, and it's just enough. It's like a, it's a mild mix because it's Colombian coffee mixed with those flavors. Delicious. I love Wawa because they always rotate that thing. Keep your eye out for the blueberry cobbler when they drop that one. That shit is also delicious. But I digress. I did get the coffee, drank it all before the cops got there. Beautiful thing. Uh, cars getting fixed. Getting a rental. We'll see what rental they give me. Um, but either way, it's all good. It's just that little part of me that's just like, I wish I could have just held the, you know, like Captain America when he's holding the fucking helicopter and shit, the helicopter's trying to get away. I wish I could have held on to the little cement pylon there 
They held on to the back of his fucking minivan until the fucking cops showed up. But again, I haven't done enough chest flies for that. So that's what I'm working towards. That's my goal when I hit the gym. <laughs> oh, that's some purple gel. <laughs> I heard that purple gelato gets you stuck. That's word on the street. Word on the street. Anyway, uh, that's story time with Max. So again, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do in your off time, enjoy it, partake, just partake responsibly and safely. That is all I ask. But uh, we have an update um, for one of the stories we did yesterday or yesterday, last week, and it involves the College of Biblical Studies women's basketball team. So without further ado, I think it's time for us to have a house meeting. What you guys think? Let's go. I think we need to have a house meeting, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um... If you joined us uh, last week for uh, First Fridays, you saw that we covered the biblical College of Biblical Studies Ambassadors women's basketball team uh, who lost to Grambling by the score of 158 to or 159 to like 18 or something like that. Something ridiculous. And um, I had some words for him. I was like, this is the biggest ass beating. Uh, the the pitmasters also had words for them as well. Um, <laughs> the College of BS back on their BS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did that just come off the top, or were you just think about that like after last week's show? Like, man, I could have killed. I could have killed with this one because that that shit is on point, say. Um, so the way that story was drafted was like, bro, this is an anomaly. This never fucking happens and i was like i couldn't find live footage footage of uh the show so or the game what if i told you guys that i was able to come across that uh information and i'm willing to share it right here on the smoke pit uh let me just go ahead and make sure everything is good to go when i bring it up and then uh we'll let it fly Imagine full court pressing your opponent when you are winning by more than 100 points. That doesn't even seem real, but is exactly what happened in this women's collegiate basketball game. And I can assure you, the final score of this one will leave you speechless. Last night, the Grambling State Tigers, a D1 basketball team, faced off against the College of Biblical Studies. For context, the CBS is a Division II team that plays in the National Christian College Athletic Association. Now, I have no idea why these two teams were playing each other in the first place because this matchup just wasn't fair at all. Like I mentioned earlier, Grambling started this game on a 33-0 run, and this game progressively got more out of hand. Grambling's defensive pressure was just too much for the College of Biblical Studies. They were in a full-court press for the first three quarters of this game. Take a look at the amount of pressure they were applying here. They were up by 116 points. They stopped their full court press to start the fourth quarter, but they still extended their lead even more. The final score ended up being 159 to 18, the largest margin of victory for a women's division one team ever. Well, damn. 
So everybody's like, oh shit, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I never imagined that shit in my life. I never, ladies and gentlemen, I told you that we here at the Smoke Pit will be your, your one-stop shop when it comes to everything uh, College of Biblical Studies women's basketball team. We are following them, and we are going to make sure we keep you up to date on how they're progressing throughout the season. With that being said, I went to their website. <laughs> and I'm just like, this wasn't an anomaly. <laughs> Would you believe that this team continually gets smacked upside the head and loses by at least 50 for every game? Every, every game. Well, there's one. Two games? They only lost by like 40 or something. This one, they only lost by 23. Okay. All right. All right. But let me bring this stuff up. And then you'll also see there are some things that are omitted that we all know already. Uh, let me go ahead <laughs> and bring this screen up for uh, the world to see. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I don't know why I keep doing this. <laughs> I do, because I'm petty. <laughs> Okay. Champion scrimmage. Obviously, why don't we have stats for this? Who gives a fuck? The champions classic. Oh, here we go. The scrimmage doesn't count. The real game does. Uh, they lost uh 105 to 50. Okay. All right. Uh Xavier University, they lost 94 to 22. Okay. All right. Uh Houston. Tillerson University. They lost 106 to 19. Now let me just say this. <laughs> Jesus has forsaken you. <laughs> let me just say this. Now, now that you're seeing these scores, like does that Grambling game look like something that had to be put out there? Like seeing these scores, I'm low-key now mad at Grambling. You know what I'm saying? I am upset at Grambling because they made it seem like that was College of Biblical Studies' first game. Remember the, 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 the image that they put up? It was like 0-1, College of Biblical Studies, and 6-5 and Grambling. I was like, oh, this is College of Biblical Studies' first run. Obviously, it's not. So they should have rolled into this Grambling game with the 0-1, 2 0-3, 0-4, 0-5, 0-6. And here's the thing. The Grambling State University game, there's no score. There's no score here. But then there's a score for the next game. So this game had to have happened. Why are they not putting the scores up? Like, are they embarrassed? Are they just like, oh, we can't put that score up? Bitch, we know what the fuck you did. We know what the score of this game was. <laughs> we know what the score is. You're not hiding nothing from us. And then... Oh, we can't put that score up, but you could put this score up. <laughs> this is okay. This score is okay. <laughs> but the other score isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Hey, College of Biblical Studies, don't do this. Don't, don't you do that. Don't you try to fucking mimic and edit all this fucking information and stats. Bro, like there's there's other there's other agencies and stuff that are covering your team. Y'all, y'all are on the radar now. Motherfuckers know about y'all now. <laughs> it's 
So we go keep looking. You better update this goddamn page. I'm going to need you to be truthful with your stuff, College of Biblical Studies ambassadors, CBS, CBS ambassadors. <laughs> oh, and then uh, they lost to Champion Christian College. Uh, and this was probably like their closest game, right? They're like, oh, we almost had them, huh? Let me see. Was there another one where they're just like, oh, shit. No, so uh, when they keep continue to play in the Christians College Athletic Association, uh, their super conference in D2, uh, I guess games are competitive. I don't know. Um, dare I click on game stats to see what the fuck is going on out here? 22 points in four quarters is pretty reasonable for the visually impaired. Eric, oh my God, bro, what are you doing out here, man? Looks like they practice it, picking and choosing what truths they tell. Sounds like church. Oh! <sighs> Didn't want to say it, but I knew somebody was going to say it. Try to, try to, you know what I'm saying? Try to amend certain truths and stuff out there, but I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe whoever runs their stuff, because, I mean, we got somebody in our unit running our SharePoint. They ain't doing a good job. You know, pictures. They got pictures of the old commander up there and not the new commander. It's, it's cool. People are outdated with shit. Um, so then their next game, you're like January 10th. Oh, that was a Wednesday. They played Dallas Christian College. How did that turn out? They didn't update that, right? Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you I had to scour the Internet I am applying for College of Biblical Studies tomorrow. <laughs> what? Well, they are women. Maybe they can't touch balls. <laughs> uh, let me. Uh... So obviously they had a game today at 1 p.m. against Arlington Baptist University. Uh, those stats are not available because I was refreshing the fuck out of this page. But I did find the scores. For uh, the Dallas Christian College game. And I will share that with you guys. Just so, you know, full transparency out here. Because that's what we're about here at uh, DFPN. Abracadabra. Scroll up to the top. Let me just ask you, who do you think won? I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going to let it marinate for a bit. Who do you think won? Is this the game? Is this the one? Where they got their first win. You know, they suffered all these L's. Was God just like, you know what? You're doing well. Here. Here's your first dub. Nope. But look. First of all, their logo doesn't populate on here, right? That's wild to me. Uh, 62 to 74. They lost by 12. I would say that's a win. Statistically, it's a nail. Statistically, it's a nail. And I'm not one for participation trophies, but I'm like, the, the L's y'all have been taking, women, ladies, ladies, warriors of the hard court. Bro, I'm taking y'all out to CC's Pizza Factory, and we are going to have a ball. We only lost by 12. Motherfucker, if it was still open, we'd be going DZ at Discovery Zone because we only lost by 12. Tell me God ain't good. Bro, that lets me know maybe they're getting better. 
or maybe Dallas Christian College is not the, you know what, let me go ahead and see <laughs> what what Dallas Christian College record is. How do I do this? This is a weird web page. Uh, do I just click the D? Pause. <laughs> do I click the D? Uh, give me the athletics, bro. Sports, recruits, fan zone. Watch live. Ooh, don't tempt me. Do not tempt me. Men's basketball, women's basketball. So I click women's basketball. <laughs> They're just like, oh, somebody actually clicked that shit. I thought it was just going to put it up there. And, uh, uh, all right, let me see. What, what's y'all record? Why y'all playing around like this? Let me see what y'all, what y'all overall record. Y'all just can't put that shit up there. Y'all gonna maybe go game by game to see what the fuck y'all got going on. Ooh, results. That'll work. Oh my God. <laughs> they get beat too. 38 to 70. Are those the only two games y'all played? I'm going to need more results than that. What y'all doing out here? Load more. Are they out here beating uh, Southwest Adventures? <laughs> uh, beating Kansas Christian? Western? Oh, they lost against Western Oklahoma State. Okay. Champion Christian apparently is the powerhouse in that uh, division there. But I mean they got a they got a they got a they got some wins. You know what I'm saying? They they got a few. Um, so they're probably a better team than uh what you could <laughs> these people, 12 points, so close, 12 apostles, 12 tribes of Israel. Tell me God ain't good. <laughs> Bro, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. So I mean I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to imagine being a student at that campus and your team is your team is playing as bad as this one. Like, like what do you do? What do you what do you do? Like I I I wouldn't know. Like I'm trying to legit think like, God damn, like what the fuck? Do I go to the games? Like, hey, there's a game this Friday, and fuck that. So I could I could go and watch us get drug. <laughs> no way. Like that that's not a thing. And then like they're out there, like, bro, nobody comes and support. It's it's like this weird vicious cycle. No one's coming to support you because you're losing by fucking infinity stone, right? <laughs> but you just lost by 12 to what I would think is the worst, second worst. You know what I'm gonna do? I don't want to do that now because we live. If I would have thought about it earlier, I would have had the uh, conference rankings of the Christian College Basketball Athletic Conference or whatever their conference is called. Um, Southwest Adventures. <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like Aventure or whatever it is. Adventist or some. It's probably some religious thing, but they just cut it off. So, you know, I call it whatever. Southwest Adventures, if you call it that. You know, Southwest may open up a hub or you could get sponsored by Southwest or something. You know, I'm just saying just 
something just just bring something happening down there they need to sign that air force kid from that game <laughs> the dude that was in blues that was missing them layups <laughs> Uh, my heart goes out to these ladies, man. They ain't sign up. For, I mean, they did sign up for it, but I mean, they were just like, I thought somebody on this team knew how to ball, you know. But either way, back back to the game we covered uh, last week against Grambling. Like Grambling had no business running that motherfucking full court press, pressing these girls like that. I mean, they're looking at the record, they're looking at their previous games, and I'm just like, they're just like, this could be the one. You guys can go down in history for beating the brakes off of the worst team that's ever been assembled. <laughs> not the greatest team assembled, not the Avengers. <laughs> How you say it, Tay? The Avengers, the Avengers, the Avengers, the Avengers. Sometimes Y Avengers. <laughs> Anything but the Avengers is what the fucking College of Biblical Studies is at this point. <laughs> Kirk Franklin ain't going to their pregame, bro. Kirk Franklin getting that uh, he getting that BET money, man. He up there, he up there. He's like, uh, y'all getting stomped. <laughs> whoa, whoa, can we get a fucking dub? No, no. oh shit bro i can't i fucking can't with this team anymore man but like i said we made a promise smoke pit will give you every friday you can count on us to give you updates on the college of biblical studies women's basketball team let's go ambassadors <laughs> dude i'm gonna start buying their gear y'all gonna tune in a couple weeks from now i'm gonna have a college of biblical study hoodie on if if nobody if their school's not going to support them, goddamn it, we gonna support them. I'm going to support them. I'm gonna hit them up and be like, "Can I put your logo on some merch in my store? We trying to support you guys. You know, we'll give you ten percent of the profit since that's our." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Let me paint a scenario for you. <laughs> it was practice. It wasn't even a game. It's practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyways, give you a scenario. Imagine. Imagine. You're living in a house. And... um. You guys are trying to upgrade. You know, it's time to upgrade the home. You found another house, qualify, get the loan, go under contract, in the process of trying to sell your previous home. And uh, something happens that's going to make it a bit harder for you to sell your home. Now, I was in a situation like this uh, coming to Virginia from Arizona. And the situation was our HOA was telling us that we did not have uh, the right amount of plants in the front yard, like, you know, the 15 quart, whatever, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. And then also we had solar panels that were leased, but then people were like, we don't want it. We want you to buy the lease and own it and then we'll purchase it. So we were kind of in those situations, but it was nothing to us. We're just like, fuck it. We'll buy it. You know, just take it out of the price of the, the home and all that stuff. So um, nothing too crazy, right? Nothing too crazy. 
This next person we're going to talk about um, was trying to sell her house, and there was something that was stolen from her. And um, I want to queue up because I had to. Now it's in the the Smoke Pit Podcast fan group. If you're not a member of it, please look in the description. There's a link. You can just go there, answer questions. We'll let you in. No, I would say no questions asked, but we asked three before you joined. But you answer those questions, we'll let you in, and you can partake in the shenanigans that is in the Smoke Pit Podcast fan group. But I'm gonna bring up the screen because it's the actual news story that they ran on TV, which um, you know we'll talk about after we watch it. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna just play the clip from the uh, the smoke pit, and then uh, I'll just read the story uh, from the actual article because uh, this is getting us nowhere. <laughs> but I feel some kind of visual, de- you know, so you can see what the fuck it looks like is a uh, is necessary in this situation. Uh 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 uh, because uh. I I thought this was fake, uh, and I am all about trying to do my due diligence to make sure that we are just bringing you nothing but the facts here at the smoke pit. But uh, make sure the audio's on. Roll that beautiful bean footage. My driveway's gone. What used to be a concrete slab outside fourteen thirty eight Bethesda Street is now a patch of dirt that she didn't ask for. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Of all the things that you worried about getting stolen, did you think the driveway was one of them? <laughs> no, not at all. So first of all, let's go ahead and um, let's just go ahead and uh, address the one thing. News anchors, when you show up to somebody's house or somebody's situation live on scene and they're going through one of the worst times of their life, don't be asking them no stupid questions like that. <laughs> Don't be asking those stupid questions of all the things you were worried about was the last thing on your mind uh, of all the things. Was your driveway one of them? Bitch, no. Like, who the fuck does? <laughs> Why would you ask me this? Like, how dare you? You don't. I'll fight you right here, bro. I'm trying to sell this house and somebody took my whole driveway. Second. So I was just like, how the fuck does this happen? Like, I know you go to work, right? I know you go to work. And I'm not saying that uh, I am not saying that you don't work eight your eight hours, but is eight hours long enough to steal a driveway to break that shit down, scoop it up, dump it in a truck, and actually move slabs of concrete from a house is all I'm asking. Like, is that a thing? Is that a thing? <laughs> because I, I would I would like to know. I thought, ain't it heavy too? Like you're like, ain't it heavy? <laughs> oh shit. You just bring fucking slabs of fucking concrete away, right? Um now I will say that the person, um, Amanda Bork Brochu. Um, the reason that this got traction is because she created a GoFundMe back on December 28th. And the GoFundMe was like, yo, I need this fucking driveway. Somebody, uh, <laughs> what kind of secret Santa they playing out there? <laughs> and she was like, yo, I need uh, $10,000 to help with this fucking driveway, right? And uh, people were just like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this got to be a scam. And then they went and looked and was just like, oh, shit. Um, somebody really did just steal your driveway. 
Um, there was a piece in that article, or actually in that video, that showed um, the the ring camera, and she used her ring camera to show people like, yo, here's the fucking um, bulldozer in my front yard that took my shit. So I'm bringing it back up on uh, CNN to see if it'll play over there. Give me a second. And I'm just like, if you're at work and your ring camera's like somebody's at your front door and you check your ring camera and it's a fucking bulldozer just ripping up your driveway, do you not leave work and go to fuck home? Or do you sit there? Yo, like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, how dare you? How dare you? The clock, because they're trying to buy another house. They say this has put that in jeopardy. Come home and my driveway's gone. Amanda Brochu isn't exaggerating. What used to be a concrete slab outside 1438 Bethesda Street is now a patch of dirt that she didn't ask for. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Of all the things that you worried about getting stolen, did you think the driveway was one of them? <laughs> no, not at all. Brochu says it all started when she put her home up for sale. Strange contractors started coming by, measuring her driveway. Her son counted five of them. One told Brochu a Tampa area man identified as Andre asked them to price out a replacement. Text messages supplied by the contractor showed Andre asking the contractors for an estimate and giving the Bethesda Street address. But Andre was out of town when this contractor asked for an in-person meeting and then cut off communication when asked for proof of ownership. Brochu called law enforcement. After the cops uh, spoke to them, they called me back and they said that he said it was a mistake. He just got the address wrong. Nothing else will happen again. One week later, this image from Brochu's doorbell camera captured a bulldozer tearing out the con. Yeah, let me just hop in here real quick. Uh... <laughs> you can't see it because the thing pops up, but. So you had a ring camera. This is the part I wanted to show you. The ring camera was just like, hey, there's somebody <laughs> somebody at your front door, and it's a whole goddamn bulldozer. Like, do you not call the cops and come to work or come back home immediately? Like, the boss ain't going to let you. <laughs> Where do you work? Where you are getting up and you're telling your boss, hey, bo <laughs> you know what? Let me just stop. Let me just stop. And look in these comments and let you hear what the what one of what Jen said. Uh, shout out to Jen. I'm about to ask this question, and based on the answer, it's rhetorical as fuck, right? Where are you working? Where you see this on your camera, and you get up and tell your boss, "Yo, can I please go home? I need to go home." Somebody is digging up my driveway. There's a bulldozer literally digging up my driveway. And your boss is like, I swear to God, if you leave, you're going to get fired. Now I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if he said that. But the fact that she did not leave work and show up while they're doing this further lets me know, like, she either asked or she didn't. I don't know. Jen is in the comments. She says, it's Florida. I rest my case. That answers my question. I am content. 
we shall uh, continue this video. And hauling it away. Utter shock. I've never seen this before. I've never had this happen to myself or anyone in our office. Real estate agent Rocky Sanchez is helping Brochu sell her home. She posted about the situation in a Facebook group for realtors and believes Brochu is the victim of a scam. But neither woman knows what the scam is. Had multiple people come forward saying that they've seen things like this happen, whether it be driveways, roofs, uh, painting, even outside the exterior. So it's it's happens more often than we actually see it. Deputies have launched a criminal investigation into the situation, but Brochu needs additional help. She says she just replaced the roof and made other investments and doesn't have the $10,000 she's been quoted to replace the concrete. If she doesn't fix the driveway and sell the home in the next two weeks, she'll lose out on the home she's under contract to buy down the road. No one's going to buy this. This brings down the property now, and that just messes it up for me and my family. The family is now trying to scrape together the money to pay for a replacement driveway. They've set up a GoFundMe to help them on that. We're going to put a link to that on WFTV.com. In Orange County, Nick Papantonis, WFTV, tonight. So, update to that, though. There's a um, local radio show that raised the funds and is paying uh, for her driveway. Uh, no charge to her. So, they're putting up to 10000 and she has donated the money from the GoFundMe to a nonprofit uh, organization uh, to help feed the less fortunate, which is a good story at the end of the day. But we come back to the the actual original question. How did this happen? According to the uh, article, uh, somebody, the man they kept calling Andre, was supposedly the landlord for the property, right? And here's where some blame goes on her. Contractors are sitting there measuring her driveway. Her son's just like, there's some weird dudes out here. She's like, who are you? Oh, your landlord, Andre, gave us this quote and all this other stuff, shows her the text message train between Andre and the his company. And she's just content with it. Like, she doesn't call Andre. She doesn't know who her landlord is. She doesn't know any of, you know what I'm saying? Like, so here's my thing. How do you have a landlord if you own the home? Like if you are paying mortgage, unless it's HOA, right? Now, if it's the HOA present, like it's a whole lot of things that you would have to approve and sign off on because HOA just can't have nobody go in there and tear up your fucking driveway, right? Because that is your home. That is your property that you are paying for. A whole lot of this shit just really don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it really does, doesn't make sense. Like the contractor had a quote was talking to the quote-unquote property owner, the landlord. The landlord stopped responding back to him after the quote. So the contractor's just like, well, since you ain't paying me, I'm going to just do the work and dig up this shit anyway. Like, bro, if he didn't pay you, you don't have to do that work. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am, I, am I messed up? Like, am I not seeing that shit? I don't trust dudes named Andre. Last one I trusted tricked me into listening to flute music for 45 minutes. Hey, we tried to warn y'all, but y'all, you know, y'all want to give everything a try. I have yet to listen to Andre 3000's flute songs, but, you know, I'm sure one day I will, um, you know, while my sleep paralysis demon is is doing its thing. Um, but it's just a weird situation. I'm just like, woman, how did you let this happen? How? Like, how does this happen? How does the contractor end up doing all that work and is not getting paid? Your landlord skimped us 
on the quote that we gave them. So we're just going to dig up your driveway anyway. That's, that's just a weird situation. Like, I just wouldn't do the work to me. I, I just wouldn't do the work. Your whole job was to break down that concrete, lift it up, haul it off somewhere, and then lay new foundation down. The dude doesn't pay you for a job, so you just do half the fucking work and then just leave? I will never in my life go back and live in Florida. I will stay a resident because of the tax-free. But um, I will never go and get another house in Florida. I just, I just can't live in Florida. I don't care where it is. I can't do it because that place is wild. That place is wild. And say whatever you want about California and their weird laws and their, their, bro, Florida is like, if California is like blue state, left, weird, the, the fucking alternate universe shit would be Florida. Like just fucking conservative, just, I don't know, bro, y'all, bro. Living there twice, man. I'm just like, what is happening in this state? Like, this don't make sense at all. Ah, but yeah, it's just wild. She comes home and that's gone. So I'm just glad at the end of the day, her shit's all good to go. You know, somebody's helping her out and she's able to move into her new home, which she deserves and everything. But that shit just, I'm just looking at like, what the fuck is going on over here? I'm like, who just, just takes, that's a lot of work to take up a driveway, bro. <laughs> Doja Cat sitting on your chest with Andre Flute Thousand vibes in the back. I let I let Doja Cat sit on my chest, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Anyways, uh, let's get into this week's uh segment of whose man's is this, and this one is a uh, this one's crazy. I mean, there's another thing we could probably get into, and we could just save whose man's for uh. Next week? Yeah, we'll save Who's Man's for next week. We can do that. Because uh, what I want to talk about is um, so that there's a thing where um, Hollywood has kind of glamorized the teachers that come in and save uh, the um, the underprivileged youth of the inner city. <laughs> If you will, I bring up movies such as uh, I would say Lean on Me, but that principal on Lean on Me was borderline fucking out of his damn mind. And if I was a parent, I too would be like, "Yo, this motherfucker gotta go." Um, say say shows like da- movies like Dangerous Minds or The Substitute or Can I Have This Dance with Antonio Banderas, where he just goes to a hood ass school. They give him the delinquent kids, and he's like, I'm going to teach you guys how to ballroom dance. And they all bond over that and become better people because they learn ballroom dancing. Things like that, where they just take a teacher down on their luck, last job available. Hey, you can teach the the fucking miscreants and fucking the, the riffraff of our school in the cellar. <laughs> you know? But um, so Hollywood has made a, 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 a living or... Uh, quite a quite a few millions of dollars on movies like that. Uh, so it was posted in the fan group. Uh, a teacher banning slang in her classroom. Now I asked what people thought about that. Um, apparently, it's kind of kind of mixed. And we'll read some of the comments, but I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share this screen. 
so we can all partake and participate with visual aids. Because that's the best way to learn for me visually is how I learn. So as we look at this, teacher banned slang in her classroom. Um, let us zoom in. Teacher goes viral after sharing a list of prohibited words in her classroom. Now, let's uh, go ahead and enhance, 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 enhance. That's the most we can enhance, huh? So I'm looking at these words and, um, with my 2010 vision, I will read this letter if you cannot. These words slash sayings are prohibited in my classroom. If you are caught using these words, you will write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these words in an academic setting. Oh, my fucking God. Get out of here. I'm not reading the rest of that shit. So if you use slang in her class, you will have to write an essay explaining why you chose to use slang in her class. Right. Uh, some of these words you can see here. Bruh. Standing on business. <laughs> Ooh, we. Ski yeet. <laughs> you ate that up. That's cap. What up, gang? Bet. On my way. Oh my God, Mrs. T. On God. On my mama. On my dead. Insert family member. Riz. What up, G Wade? <laughs> what? Like, look at these things. Like, on me. On the set. Period. Like my dog. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I'm I'm just why is this a thing? I don't even know. Like, I'm not, like I said, my advanced age, I'm not fucking with it. Right. Like, I I know of it. I got kids around that age, they don't even use this much slang. And if they do, they don't do it here. And if they did do it in the house, I wouldn't care, you know? Cause I know at my age, when I was a teenager growing up, I was using all kinds of slang. As long as it wasn't showing up when I had to do uh, a test and it was like complete sentence answers and stuff, like I was using the Queen's or the King's English on that. When I had to write an essay, I wasn't using slang in the essay. Like I knew when I had to be proper. And if I'm just hanging in the class talking to my boy, you're telling me I can't use no slang? You telling me if I use slang, you're going to make me write an essay on why I used on God? Or why I use that's cap or why I said bet. Bro, you gonna make me write an essay because I was talking to my boy and I was like, all right, bet. Mr. McCoy, 240 word, like you you know the word you're gonna have on there? Bitch. Bitch <laughs> the fuck you don't you got me bent. That would have been on there. You got me bent. Fuck is wrong with you? Lost your motherfucking mind. Uh, bro, you just would have added more lists, more things to your, uh, <laughs> no cap is not on there, but if you say that, I bet you'll add it on there and then you'll be writing an essay. That is wild, man. Like, and then you're looking at some of the comments. Now, some of us have commented, uh, shout out to those pit masters who did. We got one comment that says it reminds me of living with my dad in high school you can speak however you want in the streets. You will not talk like that in my house. You know, got slapped in the back of the head for saying my bad instead of I'm sorry. Uh, there were teachers who did stuff like that back in my day. It was almost always an English teacher. I don't see the big deal. It's not like they aren't going back to it the second they leave the classroom. Facts. Uh, some people are like her class, her rules. 
some people are like, bless her heart. Uh, I comment, I wish the teacher would give my child extra work for expressing themselves with slang. Uh, some of the phrases on that list are crazy, but there are others seem that, that seem fine and are common. As long as they write essays and answer the test questions and they're using the Queen's English, they should be able to be relaxed in class. Uh, she should have left out the gibberish comment, would have read better. I guess that was up in the top. I ain't reading all that. Uh, I've written court cases and arguments and medical opinions, but still use slang words that were uh, that were in during my youth. This chick is straight up tripping. Uh, we got people that are applauding it, saying uh, good on her. I hope she keeps this up and has not made the change. Uh, so forth and so on. So um, where you guys stand with that? Um, cause I mean, I understand you're, you're an English teacher that is very near and dear to your heart. Right. Um, but trying to repress people's ability to express themselves in a non-vulgar way. Like I said, some of these things where you're like, that's on my dead mama, uh, that's on gang, you know, things like that. Okay, cool. We're not bringing that kind of stuff in here, but, um, I don't know who G Wade is, but if it's uh, somebody in the class and that that's what they call him, that's their nickname for him. Like, don't be upset. I don't know if you're out there just trying to be like, we're going to call everybody by their full names, give everybody the most utmost respect. Like I said, lady, this is not dangerous minds. You're not an ex-Marine coming in there and trying to instill discipline in this class. Now, like I, I need, I guess what I'm saying is I think I need more information on what this class is. Like, is this class, is the GPA in this class low? Like, are they not learning nothing? Or like, what? because if everybody's scoring high, you got honor roll students in there and, and they're just living their dream and just talking and giving you slang and stuff and you tripping? Come on now. Like, why, why, are, you, why are you like this, lady? Why are you like this? What's the comment saying? Um, you was calling people jive turkey and shit. Where art thou, big dog? <laughs> I used on God because on God... That ass was fat. No cat. Bless your heart is Southern black people for man fucker. It, it, it indeed is. Like, child, you on your own. If they are, we're dead. You know, I mean, we were teachers in an ATC environment, and that is a college course. This happens if they pass at the end of the day. Fuck it. Right. When I teach, I'm very informal when I teach. I try to just keep it at the lowest level because I'm not trying to sit there and preach down to people and stuff. That's just how I do it. Um, but if it, if I need to, if it's a job interview, things of that nature, bro, I, I can step the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've written college papers and I much rather just speak comfortably, write comfortably. I don't feel the need to be typing all these big words. Like if there's a big word and then there's a smaller word that means the exact same thing, I will use the smaller word and people just, that's not college level writing. Like, bitch, you know what I meant? The point of the paper got across. If the if the point of this paper is to prove a thesis and to help you understand uh, my way of thinking, does it matter how you got there? Whether it be shorter words or longer words, bitch, you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. That's where I'm at. I think we get caught up as a society and assuming that uh, being able to speak certain words or knowing the language just... Uh, is a telltale sign of somebody's intellect or professionalism or their worth to society, if you will. Um, I just think we just need to get away from that. Uh, some of the smartest people out there are, are, are just making ridiculous money in their youth, thinking outside of the box. I feel teachers are underpaid. 
I respect teachers. However, the audacity for someone who is making the wage of a teacher to try to tell me what I need to do to make myself more marketable outside of school is almost fucking, it's, it's ironic. <laughs> Mrs. T, what are you making? What is your salary? Because uh, there's a eight-year-old on YouTube who is reviewing toys, making fucking nine times what you're making. So with all due respect, just grade my paper. <laughs> just grade my paper, ma'am. That's all you got to do. I'm looking at you. You're out here wearing uh, the outfit that Julia Stiles was wearing and saved the last dance when she was doing her audition for Juilliard. <laughs> you are out here wearing a full ballerina outfit, Swan Lake, Black Swan, whatever that movie was called. You're out here writing on the board, doing all of that stuff. And, um, you know, that that's crazy. That's crazy for you to be sitting here trying to tell me what I got to do to be in, in your, I ain't trying to, you know, let me stop. I ain't trying to shame her. I don't even know if that's the real teacher. They, you know, it's a whole thing, but, um, I understand why, but like I said, if you are writing papers and when you go up and give a oral presentation and you are speaking properly and you are writing properly, what I'm talking about with my homeboy in your class in between things that should not have me to have to write an essay. I'm just saying the fact that you assume because I'm talking like this to my homeboy is like how I'm going to talk to a potential employer or talk to anybody else outside of this class. Like, stop assuming shit like that. The fact that you put this thing down, it's almost, I don't know. Um, let me just ask you this. What demographic do you think is using most of this slang? What demographic do you think is using most of this slang? Outside of Jamie Kennedy from fucking uh, Malibu's Most Wanted and Jack Harlow. I rest my case. Lady, you need to calm the fuck down. That is the opinion of Mac, a.k.a. your boy, and Mac, a.k.a. Bo your boy himself. Uh, when Black returns, he said he has some thoughts on this stuff. So uh, he'll jump in and and and, and share his, his uh, two cents. Uh, I know he's a... Uh, Bro, bet is the, bro, what are you talking about? Bet, I use bet at work. Say it to my chief. All right, bet. And he knows what it means. He's from Philly. White white dude from Philly. White German dude from Philly. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. No, like, I see what you're saying, but no. No. Like, you say it validates your point. My thing is, like, that shit should not be enforced. It's her classroom, cool. Uh, she can make those rules, cool. But when you start adding additional work, and that is something that is probably syllabus-wide, you know what I'm saying? Anything when it comes to disciplinary, that probably has to be a school board thing. So the school board would have to sign off on this, I would assume. He said little white kids who play COD. Fortnite players, yeah, you're right. Uh, urban slang is the new hotness and, uh, it's not just black kids using this, but chances are black kids are the, the, the main ones using this in her class. I don't know what grade it is. There's a lot of things I don't know. So you can look at this and be like, Willie, you don't have all the facts. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And you're right. 
But at face value, looking at this, it's my opinion. Now, if more information comes out and I'm made aware of it, I feel like with everybody, everybody should have the same grace as, as more information is presented. You're allowed to change your stance on stuff. But at face value, what this looks like, that's my opinion on that one. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. She can go sit down somewhere. Fucking uh, great value black swan over here. Um, With that being said, round two of uh, voting for the best Nickelodeon show is complete. And uh, we're going to go ahead and do a breakdown of that and set up the next round of voting. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this week's bracket update. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, voting was, it picked up. I will say it picked up um, this week, as I expected. The first round is a whole lot of uh, shows I don't think a lot of people paid attention to. Uh, very low-rated shows, so not, you know, not many people were in there. But then when you get into the next round where you had your first round buys, and now you get into the big hitters of the shows, your avatars, your Invader Zims, your uh, Salute Your Shorts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Afraid of the Dark, things like that. So um, I knew voting was going to pick up this week. So I'm going to bring up the first bracket, and we will run down. Well, actually, let me actually bring up the stats so I can tell you the percentage of who was voting and what and how big of a victory these things got. I think that'll be... A better capture of how how what the what the sway of the group was all right featured i'll bring it up on my phone and we'll start from the bottom and work our way to the top well, actually, we'll start from here. So, obviously, the first matchup we had was Avatar The Last Airbender going up against Cat Dog. What I thought was going to be a like a, a complete wash, um, Cat Dog actually got uh quite a few votes, but Avatar won. Uh, I want to say no big deal, but uh, it, you know, shit was wild close. <laughs> shit was wild close. Um. We go to Gullah Gullah Island and Welcome Freshman. Welcome Freshman, which is a favorite of mine. Uh, I could see Gullah Gullah Island winning, and it did, right? Rise of the TMNT. Um, that beat out Finders Keepers. Finders Keeper was a pretty good, uh, pretty good game show. I fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was pretty good. It was one of those shows where, as a kid, I was a... Uh, I was hoping that one day I would be on the show. <laughs> what are the things like Double Dare? Because this was like late 80s. Uh, most of y'all probably weren't born then. So, you know, I'm not going to hold it against y'all. But um, 
No, I'm I'm just, just I'm watching this thing. I'm just like, oh man, you know, it'd be cool like if uh, you know, one of these shows from the old days would have won, but you know, we're getting phased out. It's cool. I understand. It's whatever at this point. Uh 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 uh, uh da, da. oh, they won't show on the phone. And I'm not bringing it up on my screen, so there you have it. But um, moving on to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, beat out Blues Clues. Well, actually, let's go back to Backyard Against Beating Out Drake and Josh. Uh, so that's a couple of Nick Jr. shows um, that have, um, you know, for whatever reason, moved on. I guess people are really gravitating to uh, their their younger days where you have Backyard Against beating out Drake and Josh here. Then you also had Gullah Gullah Island beating out Welcome Freshman. So I'm not too mad at that. Uh, Blues Clues and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark as one and moved on? Uh, hey Dude beat out Roundhouse. Now this is one I'm just looking at you guys like, are you really fucking around with... Uh, are you fucking around with uh, Hey Dude that much? Like, I tried watching Hey Dude. You know what I'm saying? I gave it a, I gave it the good old college try. Uh, but it just don't do it for your boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know why. Uh, it just, I could just do without it, I guess. <laughs> it was just a boring show to me. I'm like, I'm not getting what everybody's getting out of this. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I, am I, am I the only one that, that didn't really fuck with, uh, with Hey Dude? Now, Roundhouse was cool. I liked Roundhouse until fucking all that came out. And then even Nickelodeon was just like, yeah, y'all ain't it no more. <laughs> and Roundhouse got replaced by all that. But uh, no shade to Roundhouse. You know, it was like first kid sketch comedy uh, show that was out there. Um, at the time, there were some that were before. But, um, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so hey dude moves on. Legends of the Hidden Temple against Zoe 101. Uh, I'm glad Legends of the Hidden Temple won like it did. Uh, by the way, I just got the the stats up over here. So Cat Dog got 28% of the votes and Avatar got 72. Uh even though that's a, a, a big margin, I was just like, yo, y'all fucking wild. Uh Welcome Freshman got 10% of votes. Gullah Gullah Island got 90. Uh Rise of the TMNT got 85. Finder Keeper with 15. Backyardigans got 58. Drake and Josh got 42. So a little bit closer, but still. Are You Afraid of the Dark got 85. Blues Clues got 15. Uh, so, you know, Blues Clues is, is pretty solid. So no shame in that 15%. Hey Dude beat out Roundhouse, 84% to 16% of the vote. Zoe 101 got 7%. Legends of the Hidden Temple, 93. I think of the game shows, Legends of the Hidden Temple and probably Double Dare are the ones that are going to, you know, move a little bit further in the... Uh, in the rankings there. Uh, but moving on, hold on, let me uh, fix this screen real quick so I can actually see y'all's comments. Doo, doo, doo. Moving on, we have Nickelodeon Guts beating out Nihao Kailan 97 to 3. Uh, saw that one coming. Going back up to the top where our number four seed, uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Going up against Allegra's window, uh, 96, 94% voted for Pete and Pete. So that moves on. 
All Real Monsters beat out Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, 84% to 16% of the vote. Victorious beat out Get the Picture. Again, Get the Picture was another one of my, when Nickelodeon game shows were in their heyday. Um, so Victorious moves on. Ren and Stimpy beats out Tough Puppy, 96% to 4% of the vote. Salute Your Shorts beats out iCarly. I thought this one was going to be closer. I really did because iCarly was a solid show to me. Uh, but Salute Your Shorts, obviously a classic. Gets 93% of the vote. Rugrats beats out Angry Beavers, 88% to 12%. TMNT gets 95% of the votes to Loud House's 5%, so they move on. And uh, Penguins of Madagascar move on. 69% of the votes, nice, to 31% for um, uh, All Grown Up, uh, which was kind of weird. Like, it was a a weird, um, you know, Rugrats thing where I'm just like, nobody cares about them now that they're big. <laughs> no one gives a fuck, if, 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 if that makes sense. They tried to extend it, like, nobody cares about them now like they're not babies they're not doing the baby adventures anymore you're trying to make this like a teen drama and nobody cares so um with that let's move to the second bracket and run down these uh oh, 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 wait 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 there we go now uh invader zim which was the number two seed according to ratings idmb or IMDB. Um, the Wild Thornberries beat that out 70% of the votes to uh 30% of the votes, which was wild. I thought Invader Zim would would probably make a move for the final four, but there you have it. Wild Thornberries, first upset of the bracket, really. Wild and Crazy Kids beats out what would you do? Uh 56% of the vote to them. Keenan and Kale, 100% of the vote beats out Kung Fu Panda Legends of Awesomeness. Uh, our first complete wash unanimous decision uh, of this round. Hey Arnold beats out Figure It Out. Beats out Figure It Out. 89% of the vote goes to Hey Arnold, so they move on. SpongeBob SquarePants gets 65% of the vote to move on. They beat Rocket Power. Uh, all that with 92% of the votes beats out Danny Phantom. And then you have Rocco's Modern Life beating Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, which I thought this would be a closer vote as well. 78% um, of the vote goes to them. Then we have Nick Arcade beating out the Mystery Files of Shelby Wu, 85% to uh, 15%. Another upset alert, The Legend of Korra, uh, the second, I guess, installment of the Avatar series. Loses to the Amanda Show. 56% of the votes go to the Amanda Show. 44% to uh, Legend of Korra. So there you have it. Uh, we have the two seed and the three seed out of the tournament. Upset it. And uh, as a big as a, I guess people call me a Korra hater. Um, I like the show. I just don't like Korra. Like, I, she was a very unbelievable, very annoying avatar, if you will. So, um, I'm shocked. I'm not mad <laughs> that Korra lost, if that makes sense. 
Uh, continuing down, Double Dare with 90% of the votes beats out Eureka's Castle. Uh, True Jackson VP beats out Pinwheel. Classic uh, Nick Jr. show. Clarissa explains it all. Uh, believe it was a total wash. 100% of the vote to Clarissa beats out Oswald. My brother and me beats out cousin Skeeter with 66% of the vote in that poll. Doug wins their matchup with the Fairly Odd Parents, which I did not see happening, but I'm glad it did. 88% of the vote. And Kablam beating out 15. 100% of the vote going to Kablam. And then finally we have, uh, oh no, where you go? Oh, let me back up. Let me back up. And then I got to scroll all the way back the fuck down. Oh, why? Why are you like this? Why do you treat me like this? The secret world of Alex Mack beats out the mighty B, 88% of the votes. There we go. So our matchups are set for the third round. Secret World of Alex Mack up against Kablam. Doug up against My Brother and Me. Clarissa up against True Jackson. Double Dare up against Amanda Show. Wild and Crazy Kids against Wild Thornberries. Kenan and Kale against Hey Arnold. SpongeBob against All That. Rocco up against Nick Arcade. Penguins of Madagascar against TMNT. Rugrats against Salucha Shorts. Ren and Stimpy against Victorious. Real Monsters against Adventures of Pete and Pete. Last Airbender against Gullah Gullah Island. Rise of the TMT against Backyardigans. Are you afraid of Dark against Hey Dude? Legends of the Hidden Temple against Guts. Probably two of my favorite uh, game shows that I really wanted to be on as a kid. So that's where we stand. Voting will start uh, tomorrow. Well, I'm trying to do these polls, but the polls kind of give themselves a deadline. So I think it's like three days it lets you vote. So I want to put them out early so people can start voting. But I think I'll put them out in the middle of the week. So then when it gets to Friday, the polls close in. So it gives people up to Friday to vote. I think I'll do that. Uh, we got people in here saying they want Double Dare to win it all. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But we'll see. Maybe the uh, the fanboy hype for Avatar The Last Airbender is uh, is probably, you know, misconstrued. Maybe we're just underestimating these other shows and overestimating the popularity of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. But uh, time will tell when we get through. So keep your eye out. Uh, once these polls go live, obviously you'll see the notification in both the Smoke Pit podcast page and the Knee fan group. So that is our weekly bracket updates. And uh, we can just move on to final shots and thoughts. But uh, yeah, keep your eye out for the brackets. We have come. We have come to the end of the uh, podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Final shots and thoughts. Again, um, I don't have much to say. Uh, behind the scenes, DFPN-wise, uh, I can give a brief thing, but just expect uh, Black Mac to bring the patrons to behind the scenes in the uh, DFPN update, uh, Patreon-exclusive uh, segment that he does. But... Talking to um, the Queens of Nerdum. I'm looking in the thing. Can I announce it? Or you guys want to do it? 
I know you guys kind of did it on the last show. Did I say anything? Cool. Um, we got something planned, something amazing planned, and this is this is seeing how far into the nerd hole uh, people really get into. And um, what I mean by that is a tabletop RPG created by none other than our very own pitmaster Eric Johnson with help from his beautiful wife, amazing wife, Jen Johnson. And you can expect uh, myself to be partaking in that. Um, Black Mac will be partaking in that. Obviously, Tay and Jen will be participating in that, our Queens of Nerdum. Uh, our very own pitmaster Rob Gibbons will be participating in that. And then uh, they have a friend of the Johnsons. Uh, his name is Joe. That's all I know. I'm calling him Joe. Uh, I'm sure he's a cool dude because if you're cool with the Johnsons, I'm pretty sure you're cool with me. Uh, we will all be jumping in there. And um, he gave us a tutorial. And, uh, yo, just from doing the tutorial, just talking and interacting, uh, I can tell this is going to be something that's amazing. Um, we're still trying to figure out. We got a tentative date on when to roll it out. I'm not going to say anything. Um, you know, that's that's their baby to announce to the world. Um, but keep your eye out. If you're not following the Queens of Nerdum, you need to be doing that. Um, because what is coming down the pipe from them, you are not going to want to miss. Side note, no gimmicks podcast. I know you're looking at it like it's mostly wrestling. Uh, episode just dropped, I think, yesterday on Thursday. Check that out. Not only the audio version, if you can check the video version, uh, check it out on YouTube. Uh, I think they went live in, in, in Facebook on their group page. Check them out. Uh, they had a very good Star Wars debate. And I love that about No Gimmicks. Um, yes, it is a, a wrestling-centric podcast, but after they're done with the wrestling talk, they could just chop it up about other stuff, um, which, again, to me, you know, the fact that so many people are embracing the uh, – what was once considered a, you know, a kind of a non-attractive side, I guess you can say the nerd uh, kingdom or the nerd demographic. Um, it was kind of stepping to the forefront and I love that. But um, so shout out to a uh, no gimmicks, black Mac, Frank D y'all doing good work over there. And I know coming up, uh, if you're not following the USDN podcast over here on uh, that filling, they have a show coming up next week, uh, kind of a refresh, uh, rebrand for the 2024. Our very own Jeffy Jeff will be coming out and uh, meeting with the Nerds of Council, which me and you are on the same page. I'm excited to see what that is, see who he's all bringing to the fold. Uh, his roots in the nerd community run deep, so there's no telling uh, who he can bring onto the show. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And um, I believe that is all we have coming down the pipe. I am about to uh, record my first episode of Make It Make Sense, the Patreon exclusive podcast. So I already, guys, I already told you guys what we're talking about on that one. But that is all I got. My drink is gone. My shot is gone. My time talking is up. Again, thank you guys so much. Thank you to the patrons that joined uh the discussion again they make it easy to run the solo shows black come back i miss our back and forth um we're saving some of the juicy topics for when you get back my boy but uh enjoy the time like i said again happy birthday to con uh 
happy weekend to everybody. Hopefully you guys get that three day uh, Monday, uh, remembering the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. And um, that's all I got for you guys. So uh, as always, I'm the homie Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And as my partner in crime would say, uh, have love, make sex. Peace. Welcome to the smoke pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the smoke pit.